Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. It's Monday, July 26th. Okay, so if there was something you were planning on doing, uh, a yearly goal, uh, and you haven't gotten started, you, my friend, are about to enter the eighth month of this year, and you need to get cracking. If you had July goals, I hope you're hitting them. If you had targets, I hope you're hitting them and moving forward and elevating your life. There's a lot of stuff that can distract you and keep you uh, mired down and not wanting to move forward. But, you know, at the end of the day, we still have to live our lives and you're going to wake up you tomorrow and the day after that. So you got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. I don't understand all this political theater. I'm not sure. Uh, I wish politics were out of uh this COVID thing, because the more they politicize it, the more you can't tell if we're supposed, what we're supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? You So you got to go with your gut, read some science and figure out for yourself how you're going to live your life through COVID. Um, you know, the Delta variant is obviously deadlier. It's obviously more uh, contagious. And a lot of people are you know, I just read a stat where some, I think he's Republican and he's just like, well, there's more murders in St. Louis than, than people dying from Delta variant. That's great. But both of those things are, are egregious, but also, uh, there are people who are getting sick and this is, this is what people don't understand. If you've never been sick, cause being sick is exhausting. It drains resources and if it becomes something that uh, is considered chronic, that's even worse than just, you know, uh, dropping dead of del- of the Delta variant or COVID or whatever is going to kill you if it's COVID related. You see what I'm saying? You could spend years being sick and that's a drain on resources, a drain on, on, on everything and on you because you're fighting to try to not be sick. You know, so I get that it's not as deadly as maybe you would like or you think people are exaggerating, but um, people are really getting sick and and hundreds of thousands of people have died. So I'm not sure what what kind of proof you need. Um, I just don't like the political theater surrounding it. Like, oh, okay, now we're going to shut everything down or, oh, now you got to do this or now you got to do that. It's like, are you really doing it because you care about our health? Are you really doing these things because you need to curry favor with with your constituents? I don't understand that. I mean, Trump proved that he didn't care about people at all, at all. And the fact that people still loved him for that is really strange to me. Um and while I like the start Biden has had, I would like to hear some more messaging around what's the plan uh, if states like mine get overtaken by uh, Delta variant versus people who haven't gotten vaccinated. What is the messaging? Because we don't have a governor that's going to talk about it. So if you live in a state with a Republican governor, uh, chances are they're not even going to mention it, you know. Uh, he did absolutely nothing um, throughout and he got reelected. I don't understand. I don't understand. He did absolutely nothing through COVID. Um, he gave a bunch of daily speeches. He got COVID. He refused to uh, issue a mask mandate statewide. It's just I don't understand. And of course, this would be a state that's now COVID central with this Delta thing. 
So you just have to be a grown up and figure out what you're going to do for yourself. And it's one very simple question. Do you want to die from this shit? Is this what you're willing to die over? You know, and I read a funny quote the other day. It's like you've been eating, you know, hot dogs and McChicken your whole life. And now you're like, I don't want the vaccine because I don't know what's in it. And you just have to ask yourself, do you want to die from this? Or, you know, if you feel like you can risk it. But I'm telling you, most of you all have never been sick because when you've been sick and I mean like life or death sick, not, you know, a cold, when you've had to really recover and I have, you don't want to mess with it. You just don't you don't want to go back. I mean, I'm telling you, if I have a high blood pressure reading, I'm like, oh, my God, like (laughs) I'm on a full on panic because I just my body remembers how long and how hard that battle was to get my blood pressure under control, how I felt doing that, how long it took to get all my body functioning back to normal and feeling good and feeling energized and healthy. It took a very long time. And I can tell you right now, if you uh, are sick, you are not uh, being productive. And health is a huge part of any wealth strategy. And you just have to decide. So I say get the vaccine uh, and err on the side of caution. You know, I honestly prayed as soon as that needle hit my arm. I was like, please, God, you know, just let this be good for me and keep me healthy. Because I don't want to die from COVID, but I also don't want to get sick from COVID. And here's the thing. We don't know the long-term effects. And I think you can just look at Cam Newton and be like, hey, he played football one way before COVID. And he was, I mean, I don't want to say trash, but he was just not very good afterwards. And he's a, a an athlete. Um, so hopefully, you know, a regular person has a chance of recovering and and being okay. But we don't know. We just don't know. It's too much. And we live in a world where nobody wants to wait for any answers. Everything has to be immediate. And it's just weird. Oh, there will be yawning today. Sorry. Oh, man, I watched this very compelling documentary. I wanted to be working, but I was just tired. Um, last night, I watched this documentary on uh, Woodstock 99. It's on HBO Max. You guys, what a terrible festival. And what's weird about it is it really points out to this mythology that all around Woodstock and how great it was the first one there was there were a lot of problems with the first one then they had another one in 1994 that at least people didn't get raped at but by 1999 I don't think people people had no nostalgia the majority of the attendants had no nostalgia for the original Woodstock and um, the lineups they picked were yeah, so the girls showed up to be hippies. So they were mostly naked and topless, a lot of them. Uh, but the bands were not hippies. You had DMX, you had Limp Biscuit, you had Corn, you had Metallica. You had a lot of hardcore aggression. And the the people who like that music are not like hippies at all. And the girls showed up, you know, getting their boobs painted. Boobs were out the whole time. They were still in the 60s, I guess. And the boys at 1999 Woodstock were like, yeah, okay. 
<laughs> it's on. You know, there were a lot of sexual assaults and rapes and they tore the shit down. They set the shit on fire, you know, and then the people behind it are just like, well, MTV only showed the bad things. Well, the toilets exploded. People were covered in poop. Uh, there wasn't enough water. It was super hot. Why would you give a festival in July like that? I mean, I, on an Air Force base and it was just all cement and hot. There wasn't enough water. They charged four dollars for water. And then the one of the one of the founders of it is just in complete denial. One seems like an airhead, and the other one just seems like they're just in complete denial and combative. And you know, the world changed. It was easy to put on a love hippie fest in the '60s. You know, easier than it was it is now. And kids are different. And you should be paying attention. How are you having Cheryl Crow alongside some of these, you know, bro bands that aren't particularly feminists, you know? And I'm not saying like Metallica or any of those groups were encouraging that. But the people who like Metallica, who've been drinking in the sun all day, are going to get aggressive. You know, it's not going to be a safe environment. Um, and there didn't seem to be any heat relief. People were dying there. I mean, it was really grim. And I'm like, boy, what a telling, um, you know, I guess in 1969, the world was one way for sure. Uh, but by 1999, it was completely different. And it was, it's not a lot of hippies left. (laughs) Even some of the softer edge music was gone. I don't know. It was just really naive. But if you're into music and you remember that, you should check it out. It's called, um, uh, I want to say it was, it's um, called Music Box. But anyway, the the title card reads Woodstock 99. And um, Bill Simmons, uh, the ringer, put, put it out. And they did a great job. They really did. Because you hear from the owners of Woodstock, but you also hear from the uh, many, many now grown people in the crowd. And you just get the feeling that those guys are completely out of touch with what really happened. And, um, uh, that was part of the problem. It was just really poorly organized, not well thought out. And it was just the perfect storm for, uh, a rape culture and a bro culture to collide. You know, it was just crazy really crazy. And the guy was blaming the girls for walking around naked, which I can't say I completely disagree with. You should be able to walk around in the world naked if you want to. But as a woman, you learn very quickly that you can't put yourself in those types of situations. There's, it's just never safe enough for you to just abandon, you know, you just can't do that. You you need common sense and you need to feel a a, um, a sense of protectiveness around yourself. So I'm not saying that it's their fault, but they definitely should have put some clothes on and been more guarded. And some of the girls were. You're always going to have those people who just, you know, um, either crumble in the moment or peer pressure or just don't really think it through or drunk or something. Because there was, listen, there were a lot of boobs just even in the documentary. So I can't imagine what that was like in person. Um, which, you know, that's just setting you, I would have wanted to leave anyway. Cause a, I don't like to be hot 
but but also I was old. I was too old. I was not the demographic for that. I'm not old by any stretch, but I was 30 in 1999. And being outside and hot and listening to Metallica wouldn't have been what I wanted to do anyway, even though I love Metallica. I'm a Metallica fan. I like Red Hot Chili Peppers. I liked a lot of the bands there, but by that point in my life, if somebody had said, it's going to be like Woodstock. Okay, I remember the first Woodstock movies, and that didn't look like fun. I mean, I think it was legendary based off of the history of the music and the musicians they had, but I don't want to do that. So... Anyway, if you get a chance, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. HBO is still on fire with their content programming. Love HBO. All right. I hope you have a wonderful week. Um, If you're not vaccinated, please consider getting vaccinated uh, if you can. And um, yeah, let's just try to get out here and be our best. Have a great week. Be productive. Kick some ass. uh, You know, and just, hey, just do the right thing. Because some of y'all, I mean, we can see that people are just not trying to do their absolute best, or maybe they are, and it's just not very good. But, you know, I'm sick of these politicians just serving themselves instead of serving the people. And all we can do is just get super honest about what we're witnessing and, uh, you know, just try to be our best. And we should try to be of service instead of waiting for the government or waiting for politicians or whatever. We should just try to do our best every day. So to a person, let's just try to try to do that. You know, be kind when you can be thoughtful when you can. And you always can. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. I appreciate the support. Continue to like, follow, subscribe, forward, share all of those things. Thank you to the new patrons I've received. You guys are the best. And uh, yeah. We'll be back here tomorrow, okay? Be your best.